Welcome to Friday Night Party Line. I'm your host, Victor Frost, and tonight it is a uh, pretty good show we got going. We're we're taking a little bit of an easy route. Uh, It is the 19th of June, and Cherba, how are you doing today? I'm not on fire. (laughs) Excellent. Oh, good. Well, how could you be on fire? It's getting to winter. I'm also watching my entire profession being blamed for the actions of a racist with easy access to guns. Uh, so we'll get to that. We'll day. get to that in a minute. Um, but Nelson, how are you doing this uh, this fine Friday evening? I'm sleepy. I will go with sleepy for 400, Alex. Ah, well, we'll see what's over and uh, what's in that box after the break. But first, your daily double. Ding 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 ding. Right. I'm double sleepy. <laughs> You're double sleepy now. <laughs> I have only made things worse. All right. Uh, well, before we get onto the show, uh, before we get onto the show proper, um, just wanted to take a uh, a brief uh, moment here, talk about, just touch on briefly um, this obvious uh, catastrophe and and terrible terrorist event that has um, that has consumed the media landscape recently so that you in no way could possibly have missed it. Um, but in Charleston recently, a, um, a white guy who's, I'm not going to give his name any more publicity than it needs, basically went in and shot up a predominantly black church uh, for the sole reason of because he was a horrible, horrible racist. And there really isn't that much more to say on this topic, um, apart from the fact that this needs uh, this needs to stop. And uh, with that reason, we're not going to take much more time on this. Um, as Nelson said in a in a private conversation we had a little bit earlier, discussing whether or not we're going to even we would change the topic of this show to you know basically talk about this the entire show. Um, he said that this is terrorism, death penalty is still bad, America loves guns and racism, and the Confederate flag is a symbol of hate. Um, Nelson, you had an article from, uh, God, where was it? Ta-Nehisi Coates at The Atlantic. At The Atlantic. Uh, that will be in the show notes, and that basically sums up how at least me and Nelson feels about it, and I'm pretty sure Cherba feels about the same way, um, about this. Right. Okay, then. So, on to lighter topics. Uh, we're going to be talking about E3. Yes, E3. God save us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, E3. Um, is, E3 is a very special event. It turns downtown Los Angeles into a basic shitstorm. I can't go there throughout the entire duration. There's no room to drive, nowhere to park, and it is perhaps one of the single most exciting events for video games it's pretty awesome uh so what we're gonna do is we're gonna treat e3 like the event it actually is it's not so much a press conference as it is the uh, opening of a futures market i'm really I, I found this interpretation i can't remember where i found it but it, i just i when somebody first mentioned to me that e3 is really a futures market and people's attention and um in some of the projects actual money via kickstarter is a show of faith in the futures of these you know 
products and prospects. I I just I loved it. And uh, we're just going to talk a little bit about well, how we think some of the stuff that was announced at E3 is going to uh, is going to do. So and we uh, did try to get uh, Mike Schneider on the show for this, but unfortunately, yeah. we, when we called his agent, he was canceled. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, you see, he's too busy playing Crash. Yeah. Uh but anywho, uh, let's see. Where should we start? Should we start at Sony? Should we start with play with uh, Nintendo, Microsoft? We, we start at the very beginning. A very good place to start. Oh well, I I don't no, remember the rest of that song. <laughs> <laughs> I say we start at No Man's Sky and then just keep playing No Man's Sky. Infinitely. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty jazzed about that. I, yeah, I agree I, with the guy was, in the audience who screamed out, Oh, shit! I was, I was cautiously optimistic, which is the worst thing to hear uh, for a cancer diagnosis. Um, but okay. a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of journalists have played uh, demos, or not even demos, they've played little bits of the game, the actual game, and they said it was as good as they thought it would be. So I am I am pretty jazzed. In fact, I when I when it comes out next year, I am going to play it and listen to a smooth jazz soundtrack in the stylings of eighties anime. <laughs> not bad, not bad. Yeah, yeah. It will probably match me playing Elite Dangerous and failing horribly listening to a hard rock soundtrack. <laughs> Turns out you really need a flight stick to play that game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have a I have a a Cytec, um something or other. That was that's pretty good. <laughs> All right. Well, how about this? How about we start off in uh, How about we start off in Microsoft's camp and and talk a little bit of how we think that new Elite uh, video game Xbox One controller of theirs is gonna do the one with the uh, the back bumpers and the swappable joysticks and D pad thing they got going on there. Best, I'll well, definitely be buying one. Yeah, best case scenario, it's real good and it has deep integration with Windows, which is something controllers need. Yeah. Uh, worst case scenario, it's like when you had the original Xbox controller and you could swap. Uh, for third party uh, faceplates, faceplates, yeah. <laughs> well, now, I... I've actually seen a uh, Vidoc that goes into detail, and they actually show you do or show the guys doing it live on the actual production model controller. Mm. So, at the very least, they are not lying about customization, and they are not lying about the uh, about the trigger take up switches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which they've done a very clever way. Instead of like altering it in software, it's a mechanical stop mm-hmm. that basically moves the actuator and the mechanical stop on the trigger, so that it just it is physically fixing it rather than doing it in software. That's a clever idea. Keep it simple, mm-hmm. stupid. You make it simple like yeah. that, it's just going to work. I uh, think also this <laughs> this is my current Xbox controller. That is not finger gunk. That is this controller being so old that the plastic is getting discolored. <laughs> I that like is a launch the, controller. I like the competition between, hopefully, between the uh, new Microsoft controller and the Valve controller. I mm. think that will push both of those forward. Speaking of the Valve yes. controller, I don't think we ever really touched on this regarding it, but I... I don't think it's going to do well. I think oh. it might. 
I, I really like the social aspect of uh, sh- like sharing configs because I don't like going in and fiddling yeah. with configs. Yeah, I, I just want to that... find a good one and use it. Yeah, I mean, there's that aspect of it, but I think having those just two big ass touchpads, people are gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be weird for people. I mean, not as weird though. Not as weird as, and I watched the same Vidoc as you, Cherba. Those obvious joy uh, arcade joysticks you could put onto the Xbox One Elite <laughs> controller. Those were cool. Oh yeah, those were wicked. But they were weird. I mean, can you imagine trying to manipulate a uh, a uh, giant arcade controller type stick on a little bitty gamepad? So you're saying, yep. so you have to hold it like this, and then you have to manipulate it like this, right? I'm thinking what you would have to do is you'd have to put a pillow on your lap, put the controller on the pillow, and then be like, like this. Well, you can't do it like that because you have to cup it to keep it in place. Well, that's what the pillow's for. The pillow is oh, sort true, of like, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm not sure how that big-ass joystick attachment's going to do, but I think the controller overall is going to do pretty okay. Oh, you could totally. always hire a cheap prostitute. I mean, it would not be the first time I've hired a cheap prostitute to gently cup things. <laughs> uh, no, that's uh, that's uh, GTA Five exclusive Xbox One content. Yes. <laughs> uh, also by GTA Five, it is good. Yeah, Even good. though it was announced like quite a long time ago, and it's yeah. been out for quite some time, it is good. Though there are quite a few hackers. Mm-hmm. Yep, server side. Guys. So you're saying Try that using it, you're saying that people are uh, are not playing by the rules in a game about not playing by the rules. Yeah, the uh, it is an interesting situation. But normally, the kind of playing by the rules involves shooting people in the face, not turning me into a fucking pool table. <laughs> <laughs> Generally, the rules. I mean, the laws of man, not the laws of physics. <laughs> Speaking of breaking the laws of man, Shenmue 3 is actually a thing. That's happening. Yes. How the hell did and that I've... possibly happen? It's like the, the savior comes back to the promised land. And hopefully, unlike Shenmue 2, it'll be fucking good. I, yeah, I still haven't played wary. Shenmue 2. I, I want to get it and see if I can somehow play it. But, Do um, you enjoy driving a forklift for hours on end? You know, no I'll, news for you, you know what? You know what? To be you know, perfectly Dike honest, on sale, you could uh, you could just get that instead. <laughs> to be perfectly <laughs> honest, I really did like the forklift parts of Shenmue. <laughs> it was strangely zen, but um, yeah. In in, in a weird twist, uh, Yu Suzuki comes out on the uh, on the Sony stage and says, "Yeah, Shenmue three E." Yeah, on Kickstarter, out of their two yeah, that's million, the weird thing. their <laughs> two million dollar gold, they're like two days in, they've got three million three hundred fifty nine thousand dollars pledged. Yeah, they funded within twenty four hours. Of oh the announcement. yeah, oh yeah. Like, how can there be? And there is like an insane amount of people doing these like super serious. Like, there are three people who pledged ten thousand dollars. Well, do they and get a real forklift? They get they get dinner with Yu Suzuki and a and a uh, a set of um, Shenmue Forklifts? scripts from Shenmue One and Two, and one of the people who get who pledged um, 
um, the other $10,000 goal. So bringing four people who pledge $10,000, they get uh, they get Rio's jacket. Wait, the, the actual jacket worn by actual real-life Rio? No, the no. Rio's trademark leather jacket, the one that... Um, uh, was that uh, that Yu Suzuki approved as a replica? Apparently, it's a one-off. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Huh. <clears throat> There's just so many people. Like twenty-four thousand, nearly twenty-five thousand people pledged thirty dollars or more. That's insane. But it's gonna be coming out for PC. <laughs> well, that's actually pretty good. Yeah, that's decent. I might actually buy that then. Yeah. Uh, if you do back, you if you you could get the digital copy if you put in your the thirty dollars now. <laughs> I would, but yeah. I just bought Dying Light and don't have thirty dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Not and I'm saving. Anyway. I'm saving as much as I possibly can funds. for Kineticon. <laughs> You're going to buy Kineticon. I'm going. I'm, yes. No. Yes, I'm going to buy Kineticon. That's exactly what I'm going I mean, to do, Nelson. Yes, it's a great purchase. I find Ooh. that there's a lot of value in it. <laughs> Moving. So, so what else happened at E3? Uh, Animal Crossing Happy Home Designer. <laughs> oh wait, they're making a Harvest Moon for PC, aren't they? Are they? Yeah, I think yeah. they are. Yeah. yeah, I love me some Harvest Moon. <laughs> I am all about those beats. I don't know. I I never really got into Harvest Moon. Animal Crossing got me a lot better. Harvest Moon is just it's. The reason why so many people were into Farmville is because the core uh, ideas of Harvest Moon are so good. It's just that they were executed in the in the pursuance of a soulless money grab. <laughs> but like Harvest Moon is so nice. It is so nice. Hmm. It is. It is just. It is a nice game. It is such a nice game. I, I get that, but. For me, it's yeah. Animal Crossing. Though I don't think these new Animal Crossing games are going to do nearly as well as some people think they're going to do. Happy Home Designer, it feels like it's... Uh, Happy Home Designer is basically taking the least fun part of I Animal know. Crossing. <laughs> yeah. And making it a spin-off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even know exactly how they're going to do that. They, it cannot be its own separate game. There's just no, no chance. It's uh, like if you took The Sims and you took out all of the home design and you only had the, like, dealing with humans and going to work bits. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it, cannot be, it cannot be very fun. But, you know, kudos on them for kind of expanding yeah. the franchise. And, oh, yeah, my God, all the Amiibos. Is great. Experimenting oh. is great. There is, uh, there is one thing that is actually both interesting and exciting. Super Mario yeah. Maker? No, Microsoft announcing Xbox One complete backward compatibility. Oh, yeah. See, you saying complete, but I've been hearing all this time limited backward compatibility. No, it's, it's limited well, initially because they don't have that many developers on board, but with how they're doing it, they're not actually doing it like they did with 360 where they have to rewrite the games for the hardware mm. and update them and all that. They're actually emulating the entire hardware layer of the 360 on the Xbox One. The Xbox 360 game thinks it's running completely normally on a 360, 
The only thing they need to bring any game forward to the Xbox One is the publisher to sign off on it, and they run a quick QA pass to make sure it works. You know, I this is great for people who who have an Xbox 360, or rather who have an Xbox One, or who have an Xbox 360, and they've been waffling on upgrading just because they have so many games they don't want to, you know, trade in the console or whatever. But this is gonna make uh, this is gonna make the the dropping in price of Xbox 360 games a lot slower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, need need to pick yeah. up them cheap games, and they're not gonna be uh, not gonna be dropping so quick. But still, it is pretty crazy it that is. they're just emulating an entire console on their console. Well, I mean, that just sort of goes to show you the, the vast gap in processing ability between the two generations. We see, we're uh-huh. so used to like, eh, here's one generation, here's another generation, and then, pff, look at that, that's just, it's gigantic. It's also pretty impressive because at the moment, we're still struggling to really competently and perfectly mm-hmm. emulate playstation like one and uh playstation 2 mostly like Mm -hmm. i've played i have a pretty decent computer i've played some playstation 2 emulated games Mm. it is pretty janky just to uh just to quickly toss back over to shenmu uh Kyrie oblivious commented on our youtube stream uh page that uh she feels that the fact that the game was that shenmu was on kickstarter was really shitty um, I, I can't I actually, say I I can't say I agree. I mean, particularly since Shenmue Three has been quote unquote in development forever, or rather, it it's always been it's oh rather it's always been not in development. That's a good point. If someone if if Valve came out and launched a Kickstarter for Half Life Three, and they're like, okay. If you give us uh, ten million dollars, we will make this video game for you. Day one. Day one. <laughs> Which yep. I I don't know how I feel about it. I I mentioned on uh, uh, ATW9K a, a podcast that we frequently uh, merge with. Yeah. Um, that there's sort of two types of kickstarting, right? There's the the really niche stuff where you. You know, you don't know if it's good or not, but like you make it, you kickstart a pilot for a TV show or something, or like and like then, an iPhone case that's like a camera diffuser, yeah, flash or diffuser or, or a pen, or also a wallet, or also a different, slightly different type of wallet, or even a third, <laughs> slightly different type of wallet. So many wallets <laughs> on Kickstarter. Um, but the second type is uh, nostalgia stuff, right? So like Veronica Mars movie, ah. Yeah. Well, Which here's I, here, here's I think the principle. Yeah, here's the principal difference between your example of Half Life Three and Shenmue Three. Mm-hmm. Half Life Three, Valve has always been saying they've been developing it, mm-hmm. and. Half-Life 2 Episode 2, which I think is the latest installment, didn't come out yep. too long ago. Maybe, what, like five years ago? Right? Something uh, like that? Yeah, I feel like or, it was longer. Uh, give or take. But the Shenmue... Wh- when did Shenmue 2 come out? Like 2001? 
It was a while. Close enough. Yeah. 14 years ago, yeah. so it'd be 2001, yeah? Yeah. 14 years ago, nobody was expecting Shenmue 2 to come out. And the difference is, is that while if Valve came out and said, hey, we're going kick, to kickstart Half-Life 3 or it's not happening, they're basically holding the story hostage mm-hmm. for Shenmue 3. People have been born and gone through multiple console generations since the last Shenmue game came out. That's true. It's it's sort of like uh, it's sort of like almost Deus Ex. How they they were like, hey, we're making a Deus Ex game, and everyone was like, wait a minute, what? What? <laughs> and the second and Deus Ex was also pretty bad. And then everyone was like. Oh yeah, no, no, no. This this Deus Ex Human Revolution. No, I didn't ask for this. This is terrible. No, it was no, so good. Not really good. I did it. I did it. It was ask so good. I didn't. It was ask the best. For this. It was so good, except the last ten minutes. It was, <laughs> yes, it was the ending vending machine. It was like a <laughs> 90, 90 out of a hundred game it, until the last ten minutes. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh, speaking uh, of new Deus Ex, there you go. Yes. yes, I just watched a twenty-minute uh, gameplay preview the other day. It I looks saw really the good. for that. Does, is it good? It looks I didn't so watch good. The thing. It basically there... takes everything that was good about Human Revolution and a number of things that were good about original Deus Ex, and just basically tweaks them a little bit, cuts out some of the cruft, introduces some more good stuff. I like good stuff. Introduces <clears> some <throat> dishonored. Interesting. New <laughs> yeah, Dishonored. There's a new too, thing. There's a new thing a... called the Icarus Dash, where you basically oh, yeah. do the Dishonored blink. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Uh, I haven't heard seems the. To work okay. I haven't heard the pseudo scientific explanation of how that's supposed to work yet. I'm sure. I'm sure I'll hear it and I'll be like, "That sounds like bullshit." And also, okay. <laughs> So it's the- a brother running around with fucking no arms, fucking <laughs> mashing people. <laughs> He's got robot arms. I buy that. He's got robot sunglass lenses. Yeah. De- Deus Ex. Deus Ex is, is one of those he- games that is guaranteed to be a success. Much like the new Mass Effect game. Yep. I want to know how he powers those arms. Because if he uses miniaturized fusion power, does that mean he can, in fact, hug children with nuclear arms? I think he does. (laughs) I can't think of a way to power an exosuit without microfusion. Right. Just need the power. Uh, But Mass Effect Andromeda. Yeah, which takes place in a whole other galaxy because they trashed ours. Well, apparently it takes place long, long, and far and away from the events of the Mass Effect trilogy. And apparently you can play as a human, which to me is bullshit. Humans are bullshit. Because... Uh, Then again, I'd say if maybe if they've, you know, gone out exploring, it might not be quite as bullshit if you're like one of the few humans about. Because he's wearing N7 armor. Okay, here's the thing. If they can, if I mean, depending on how long and far and away, the fur, the longer and farther out and away this story takes place from the trilogy, the more bullshit playing as a human is, because there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of humans who are getting on with God. What the hell is the name of the the, the blue people with the tentacle heads? Um, God, what the hell is jellyfish the name of the species? 
Oh, no, like not Tali. jellyfish. That's the other one. No, no, not the, like Tali. No, 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 no. no, no. no, 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 no. Oh, the other ones. Yeah, the ones who are just like for a second. Just like a sorry, a sorry, a sorry, 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 sorry. Because the because there are a lot of humans getting it on with a sorry, and it only produces a sorry. So there should be by and large a majority of a sorry. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm going to do my sorry cosplay real quick. Hey, baby, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. That was terrible. That was. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> I've been sitting on that joke for years. I can tell. With good reason. <laughs> uh. But no, I've really enjoyed the Mass Effect universe, and I must say, that trailer, probably the second best use of Johnny Cash in an E3 trailer after Prey 2. <laughs> Which is still one of my favorite game trailers to this day. All right. Um, HoloLens. We got another peek of it at E3. Is that... Do you, do you guys think that's going to be a thing? Uh, I'll I, try it out. Microsoft is seems to be really getting deep into the HoloLens action here's, here. Here's the thing. Is it going to be... Is it going to be something awesome and really cool that's going to really take off? Or is it going to be Google Glass? I have no idea because remember, <laughs> I bought Google Glass. You did. <laughs> <laughs> I also bought Sony's uh, VR headset that came out in like 2012, maybe? 20, 2013? Was that that yeah. was HDMI at that point, right? It was HDMI and it had no motion tracking and it was not good. <laughs> and I played TF2 for five minutes. Yeah. It costs seven hundred dollars. <laughs> hope you got. Hope you, you got a decent motherfucker. <laughs> I know. Hope you got a decent return when you sold it on Craigslist. <laughs> uh, not not so much. No, because so I was like, oh, it's a VR headset, and everyone was like, what is that? Uh, <laughs> and I was like, uh, it's like it's like the nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> speaking uh, of things that okay. I think. Okay, really come on. Cool, we got to come up with a better way to segue than just speaking okay, of things right. because we've been doing Hold that. <laughs> well, Tom Clancy's every... The Division. Oh, no, no. Before we get to that, every mm-hmm. one thing that gives me some hope for HoloLens is every journalist that I trust in the gaming sector who has had a chance to go mm. to the press event and like, actually put yeah, the thing on and yeah. try it out and do the Halo demo and everything else, basically, like, to a person said like putting it on and then like when they said okay now turn to the left and go to the waypoint you'll see they just every single one of them describes turning and seeing the halo waypoint just sitting down the hall hovering like hd in fucking (laughs) midair as a massive holy shit moment considering they could still see everything else perfectly fine all of yeah. them have said, hey, there's some problems with it. Some of the tracking's a little weird, but it is like a alpha version at the moment. So, but yeah, they have all been raving about it. Apparently yeah. it is really good. And if it plays out the way people seem to think it is from these press demos, it will be a thing because it is good. I feel like it will be Google Glass the way Google Glass should have been. Hopefully. Oh, um, God. <laughs> Google, cl- Google, Google triggered... On my browser. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Google. Okay, Google. <laughs> okay, Google. Enormous amounts of porn. 
<laughs> Did it work? Um, no. <laughs> Headphones. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. You're killing so me, what about, You're killing me. You're killing let's talk me, about, Larry. Let's talk about the division and how great their, uh, their like, voice communications are. <laughs> they are so professional. I like, didn't actually see that conference. You should watch the video because it's basically the setup is that it's a multiplayer, uh, you know, a number of people are playing the game and they are just, they are, uh, they are great. They are high speed, low drag, like calm, precise. They are things that no gaming headset owner has ever heard. It is kind (laughs) of amazing. Um, and the game itself, I know, will be a disappointment because I am constantly disappointed by everything in life. But it's set in a DMZ-esque New York City, uh, which I am all about. What I DMZ really... like North Korean DMZ or DMZ like the comic? Like the comic. Okay. Yeah. Which, again, I am all about. But it'll. Uh, I know it's going to disappoint me. I, I I too was impressed by the uh, the voice communications, but I don't know. I thought you got to get a little bit more. I thought the um, the narration in the trailer was just so yep. generic and vague, and it was like it was yeah. It was. It could have been for any Tom Clancy game, to be mm-hmm. honest. <laughs> oh. Speaking of Tom Clancy games, the new Rainbow Six Elite game actually looks kind of cool. Looks good. It looks like it might be good. I'm. Yeah, I really I'm, liked Rainbow Six back in the day. Again, yeah, games from the nineties. Though I will contend, I am of well, maybe not often considering the games I tend to play with other people. But I am when playing serious games, I am often very much that calm kind of professional voice. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, it's not that much of a stretch because, buddy, the, a let's say close friend of mine can tell you about the time that I very calmly related to her why I had to get off the phone because I just accidentally set the living room on fire, <laughs> <laughs> and it came across something like, "Oh, well, I'm afraid I'm going to have to go for a minute, dear." Um, I've set the living room on fire a bit, so I'll just go and quickly deal with that, and then I'll uh, be back. <laughs> it reminded me very much of uh, what it's what it's like when I play Shaktac. Yes, like it reminded me of that, and I've never heard that outside of that specific group of people. <laughs> um, it's it's going to be terrible, yeah. probably. Here is, I think it'll be terrible. I think I will buy it, and I will be disappointed, but I will buy it. Yeah. I think I will buy it and enjoy it when I'm playing with friends and hear a lot of 12-year-olds make yep. professional soldiers scream obscenities. Yep. <laughs> I just want to go to Brooklyn in the game and bust into my apartment in the game and then put together a computer and in play the game. game. In the game. <laughs> I wish I could do that, but there's never any games set in Australia that aren't, like, just set in Sydney. Well, speaking (laughs) of games set in Australia, new Mad Max game. Well, first Mad Max game. Only Mad Max game, I think. The Mad Max game. 
Uh, it no, looks... I don't think it's the only... Was there one before? There may there have been. Might, there may have been. Mad Max came out at about that time. Mm-hmm. Alright, while you guys but are it, looking that up... It looks um, interesting. Games, games that are not going to do well, that PlayStation... Uh, uh, that that the composer game the um <laughs> you know the one exactly yeah you, that's not gonna do well Dome Growing Simulator 2015 <laughs> that's it <laughs> um dream dream and something yeah, I don't know. yeah dreams dreams looking at the trailer that they showed at the show during the press conference and I admittedly I'm quoting directly from my own Twitter feed here. <laughs> All I could think was someone is going to exactly reproduce this trailer using only crudely drawn genitalia. <laughs> <laughs> the you are going to get to see a penis playing the piano with penis fingers. <laughs> <laughs> the thing with this game is that every... The, the thing I don't like about it... I mean, if if it acts as they say it's going to do, it's going to be a very interesting game, but no more so interesting than perhaps... Mario Paint. Not just the chiptune making part, which everybody knows and loves, but the whole of the program. And just the way these things, the things look in this game, everything just seems like it's made of, like, faux fur. <laughs> it's all fuzzy and everywhere. Yeah, that was a bit off. Yeah. Ah, okay. The uh, last Mad Max game was from 1990. It was a NES game. Nice. And it was very similar to Outlander. Similar oh. enough to note. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Breaking news. Breaking news. So, uh, Oculus, which we haven't talked about, yeah. uh, they announced... Uh, their final shipping ripped version, uh, and they announced their little handy-wandy controllers. Um, but they also very quickly went through a bunch of games, and they said, oh, we'll talk more about them at E3. Well, turns out one of the games, I am pretty sure, is actually a remake of the book The Terror by Dan Simmons. Oh. oh, which is about the north. I've talked about it multiple times on here. Which is, it's the Northwest Passage, except it is uh, a historical novel taken from the journal writings of the people on the boat who all died, who were going crazy and thought that there were witches and demons attacking their boat. <laughs> it is well, Lovecraftian horror at its finest. This sounds. This sounds like a wonderful game that I'll never play. <laughs> and I think this game is actually based on that. It looks like it is, and it's in virtual reality. You know, I will say this. The Oculus Rift will be great for a great many things, but I do think horror is where it will be uh, able to be used to its fullest. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I have a Imagine playing Five Nights to... at Freddy's with this game, with the Oculus. I have a funny reaction to horror games, like... Avoid Alien them like isolation. the plague? <laughs> no, not really. Well, I do avoid most of them like the plague because most of them are fucking awful. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> no, like, games that are actually quality and worth playing, like Alien Isolation, Amnesia, games like that, I don't seem to really get the rise out of them that other people do because yeah. I'm coming along and it's like, okay, there he is. I better go stuff myself in a locker. This is I like high school. 
So I am the opposite. Uh, I played five minutes of Amnesia when it came out on a bright, sunny day uh, with the windows open and my headphones out, like, on the speakers, with my girlfriend standing right next to me, and I lasted about, like, I want to say five minutes, but it was actually more like two minutes. Really? Zero reaction out of me. Yeah, Amnesia for me was just just boring. What? Oh, it wasn't boring to me. Like, I liked it. I liked the imagery. I liked all of the world crafting and all that. Don't get me wrong. I I totally... It's just I didn't get scared. No, just... I totally appreciated what they did with the game. The art is good. The music is incredibly atmospheric. You know, lots of flavor text everywhere. Love all that biz. But just... If all that stuff is there to scare the audience and... I'm not getting scared, and that's pretty much the entire thing about the game. I'm bored. Oh, um, man. The horror game that got me the worst so far, or horror games, has been the Fear series mm. and Five Nights at Freddy's for, like, the first 20 minutes or so. Yeah. Because I- the jump scares, you can't prepare for the jump scare. No. It taps into the lizard brain <laughs> and makes you go ah uh, for like a second. Ah. Yeah. yeah, there's your new ringtone for our party line ah. listeners. Me going. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you have a hold on. Let me just do a proper one for you. You have a text message. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> that will be available to download in the in the show notes <laughs> on the actual page. Nelson, what are you tap dancing over there? Uh, I was writing about uh, the terror ah. and I didn't know where. Yes. <laughs> are there any other games this year? I'm sure there are many, yes. many games this year. But um, I don't know. We've been going for a little bit. I think that's a good place. Um, fucking. Oh, shit. What was it? We're nearly oh, at 40 brain. minutes. Supply it to me. Oh, Just Cause 3. <laughs> Nathan Drake I don't uh, like as a character uh, I, th- I think I liked him more when he spent two minutes standing around deciding not to get involved yeah <laughs> he seems just to like I don't know he could he could very much just walk away from certain situations yeah he very much could though I must admit it was kind of funny like when he's smashing through all the markets all I could hear in my head was that guy from fucking Avatar going my cabbages (laughs) (laughs) sure but you and all of Twitter I think the best I think the best thing to come out of Just Cause games was uh, giving Colin Furs an excuse to make the the, uh, machine gun tuk tuk I've met Colin Fursey he Have you? just as nuts in real life. Really? <laughs> yeah, because I, I was part of Leeds Hackspace, and I... he is part of that community up in the north there of all oh hackers and makers. God. I, I, I really want to meet him just on a guy. random job. I yeah. really want to meet no, this No, he's guy. a cool dude. <laughs> this was like before he was super famous. He was just another northern English hacker hanging around. But... Just, another nut, just another crazy guy. <laughs> yeah, they're all pretty much like that up there. And also, if you are in North England, Leeds Hackspace is the best. You should go. Tell Squirrel I sent you. It won't help, but, you know, it's nice. It won't help, but it'll give some explanation. Yes. <laughs> well, who are you? Why are you here? Cherba sent me. 
What? Also, let's see what else was announced. Mirror's uh, Edge, baby. Oh yes, Mirror's Edge. I'm all yeah. about that. Oh Fucking yeah. Fucking day one buy for me. Yeah, those are uh, going to be see. good. They announced the baby of Mark of the Ninja and Gunpoint, some hack and slash thing, 2D manhunt, 2D bully. Uh, I am Titan surprised. Falling, green and brown. I am surprised <laughs> that they did not make an Animal Crossing game for the Wii U. Because yeah. well, because if they had done that, I would buy a V. I would buy a Wii U, especially if it integrated with the 3DS. <laughs> oh, so there's there's two things that are big things, but I don't know how I feel about them. Okay. Um, there's the new Star. Well, actually, there's three things. Uh, the first thing is Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5. What? Which, which prompted me to listen to the entire Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 soundtrack. Uh, oh, the best today. one. <laughs> yep. Um, the second thing is that there is a Star Trek game. Oh, I'm sorry. Star Wars. Oh. Uh, which looks like it might be good, Maybe. Um, and the third thing, which is what I'm really excited about, is the new trailer for Tacoma, which is Fulbright's new game. Hmm. The cool Home thing is space. that uh, the cool thing is that apparently Tony Hawk Pro Skater Five is also coming out for the Xbox 360. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Okay. The Star Wars game, Star Wars Battlefront, it is basically taking. Battlefield 4, which I really enjoy. It was fun. And Star Wars Battlefront, which I really enjoy. And mashing them together like chocolate and peanut butter. I am all about that game. <laughs> Except for Admiral Akbar, like, coming down and personally commanding single ground troops. That is not That's how the chain weird. of command works, guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, and there's a new Fallout, which I'm going to play because it's in Boston, and it has... Uh, you yes. can build a wasteland hut, which I am all about. I am probably Let's... going to play it because I've played every other fucking Fallout game. Why break tradition? Yeah. There I, I were a lot of it. dogs. There were a lot of CGI dogs at, at this year's E3. I, I feel <laughs> like they spent at least a million dollars on CGI dogs. <sighs> oh, there is also a game which is basically a story of a girl and her robot dog. Mm-hmm. Can't forget that. Did that's the ASPCA the, um, sponsor E3 this year? That's ReCore, right? <laughs> yeah, that's ReCore, yeah. Uh-huh. It looks interesting. I like the art style sort of reminds me of like a cross between uh, Automata and Chappie. Chappie. A little bit. Chappie, Chappie. <laughs> oh, man. That fucking, the robots in the next... Uh, I was. I keep wanting to say the next Titanfall game, but it's fucking Call of Duty. Uh, <laughs> same thing nowadays. It's okay. It's a very easy mistake to have made. <laughs> they look exactly like Chappie. It's hilarious. <laughs> but then again, so did the robots in Titanfall. Like, no joke. They are the exact same robots. They are fucking Chappie robots. The only difference mm-hmm. is in Titanfall, you can shoot the shit out of them in great numbers. Which is always good fun. All right, I think that is it. So yes, yes that is it. There literally nothing else happened at uh, at E three, and uh, even if it did, it's clearly not worth noting because you know we didn't bring it up. Oh wait, hold on, Forza. Okay, that's it. 
<laughs> and also new Dark Souls. GT from the fucking ceiling. It was amazing. <laughs> 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 They're just like, we're bringing a Ford GT to everyone. I'm like, oh, hello. <laughs> and I thought Google I.O. had good giveaways. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Now, seriously, though, that that's about it. Uh, and uh, I think that was a good show. Uh, thanks, guys. It's a good show. And I'm hungry. I kind of want to go eat. Um, so that's All right, chat down, brother. Yeah, ciao. I'm going to say ciao so that I may ciao. Uh, all right, well, that has been today's, uh, this week's episode of Friday Night Party Line. Join us next week when we do <laughs> on uh, unacceptable vices. And uh, we'll see you then. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.